At the end of Kla Yud Gimel, the Chayadam has a few halachas that we'll touch upon today. One of them is that it's mutter, it's permitted to use tefillin, even someone else's tefillin, as long as he gave you permission, or there's an assumed permission to use someone's tefillin, you can use that, you can make a bracha. Tefillin she'ulin, one is allowed to make a bracha on it. However, as we mentioned by Hilchas Talis, if you know that this person wouldn't allow you to use their talus or their tefillin, perhaps you have dandruff, you're sweaty, so then it's better to avoid that because you're running into a shayla of geneva, of stealing. Shayla shalemidas, if you borrow something without permission, is considered a thief, it's a ganav, and therefore one should avoid that if he knows that his friend is particular about it. If someone uses stolen tefillin, so you're not, you know, it's, a, it's a mitzvah, hababa avera, I want you not to do that. There is a... Uh, so it's often in shuls, they have a gemach, a tefillin, you know, one or two pairs of tefillin that guests or people that are fixing the tefillin could use. So once in a while you hear of a story where the, a person, you know, stole or took the, the gemach tefillin for a long time and he didn't put it back. There's a serious question if every time he's putting on tefillin, he's being over the Isra of Geneva, even though he thinks he's, you know, being yaitza mitzvah, putting on tefillin every day. If you're stealing, so it's a mitzvah, baba vera, and that should not be done. There's a question someone asked me recently on, on Chalamoid. So they were traveling on Chalamoid, you know, from one city to the other city, and they didn't want to take their lulav on their flight. They didn't want to schlep at the asterisk, they have no problem taking, but they don't want to schlep their lulav on their flight. It's just bulky, it just looks big. They'd rather not bring it. And the question is, do they have to go now and buy a new lulav the last couple of days of Chalamoid? Or can they just borrow someone's? You're definitely yaitzah by using someone's if, if it's done the right way. So the question is, any real need for him to buy his own? So in Hilchus Tzfilin, there's specifically a concern when you use someone else's tzfilin that you might not be yaitzah. If the knot is in the wrong place, you know, not, not where it's supposed to be next to your heart, if, if the tzfilin shalroish doesn't fit you, so if it's, just not, if it's not on your head, if it's not tight on your head, you're not yaitza. So the Bach and the Mishaburu quote him say that a person should really, really attempt to get your own tefillin. Obviously, once in a while, someone has no choice. You have to borrow you know, tefillin of a gamach or your friend's tefillin. So you try to make sure it fits properly. But it is not a, a, a long-term solution to just use someone else's tefillin as you might not be yaitza as everyone you know, has different sizes. So that's a little different than when it comes to lulav or a talus. It's just it's, a, it's the typical mitzvah. So there will be no uh, concern that you're not being yotzed by using someone else's lulav. Okay. Then there's a discussion in the, at the end of the Chayat and Klai Gimel about how, when, when, how to put on tefillin, how to make a bracha. And there are various minhagim. If you look around, the Svardim, they typically will sit when they make the bracha of, of uh, Lahaniach tefillin and while they put on the tefillin shayad, and before they, they stand, then they stand up, and then they'll say the bracha, they don't say the bracha, but they put on the tefillin shayrash while standing. And the question is, what's the makar for this? So it's really apikabala. The zayar has some mention, mentioning of, in passing, that tefillin shayad are, are, are put on while seated. We'll get to exactly what his makar is in a few minutes. Something apikabala, and therefore... The Ramah brings down that Yesh Mishakasa, and this is you know based on Arizal and others, that they should put on Tfilon Shayat Meyushov and Sharash should be Ma'umar. 
But the, the Ramah says, our minog, and this is how most of, most of the Ashkenazi, Achorin and Paskin, our minog is to put them on while standing. Meaning you make the brachas, then you put them on while standing. Although many of the Sephardim follow the Arizal, that they'll sit by putting on Tefillin Shayad, the minog Ashkenazim is not like that. There were those tzaddikim that would try to either betzina or somewhat be choyshesh for the zayar. The Shefachayim, the Chayzim Rebbe Zetzal, he, uh, it says he would lean on a shtender while putting on the tefillin shayad. If you lean, so halachically, if someone leans, and if they would remove what you're leaning on, you would fall. So the halachically, that has a din of yeshiva. You're not called standing, you're called sitting. So he would be yaitza, the zayar, without making too much of a big deal. Nobody would notice that he's doing something different than the whole tzibur, but he had a way of being yaitza, dariza, by being seated or not being stand, not standing while putting on the tefillin shalyad. And when one looks at this sugya, there's a general question of when you have your Kabbalah sources and you have halachic sources, so which one wins? Kabbalah versus halachas. This would be a great, you know, shvuas night topic for someone to go through, go through the different sources in halacha. You'll see that the Kabbalists will probably say we should go with Kabbalah and the, the Paiskim will say we should go with halacha. It's definitely uh, something to discuss. The Mishabruah has, has, has a piece on this in Hilchas Tefillin itself, but we're, we'll leave it for now. Now, there's a general question of when it comes to a regular mitzvah, isn't there a din that a mitzvah should be, uh, should be done while standing? Don't we know making brachas? We, we stand when we make the brachas on mitzvahs. So why would, would according to the Zayar, would, would, would a person be allowed to sit? Shouldn't you be standing while making a bracha? So let's go to the source for that. So if you want to go to the source, you look in Hilchas Tzitzis. In Hilchas Tzitzis, the uh, Shulchan Aruch says a person should stand while reciting, while putting on, putting on Tzitzis. And, one second, I just want to get the words. Shulchan Aruch says, You should stand while making the bracha as well. And the question is, why do you have to stand while making the bracha? So first of all, just the, the mitzvah itself should be standing. The mitzvah of putting on Tzitzis should be One should Put on the mitz, put on his tzitzis while standing. What's the source for this? So we learn out Xer Shava from Oimer. By Oimer it says, Mehachel Khermesh Bakama, and we darshan bakama, which means a stalk, we say bakama while standing. So the same way the mitzvah of the Oimer was done while standing, so too. Anytime it says lachem, it says lachem by the armor, and anytime the mitzvah says lachem, the halacha is one is supposed to do the mitzvah while standing. So which uh, mitzvah is say lachem? So there are a few of them. <coughs> there is the oimer, the lulav, the tzitzis, shayfar, kiddush Savana, and mila. Hima lachem kalzachar, by kiddush Savana is achadish lachem, shayfar is yom tru yelachem, tzitzis vaya lachem tzitzis, Oimer is Usfartem Lachem, that's Sira probably, and which is only Darabanan today, and Lulav is Lukachtem Lachem. So all these these six mitzvahs, one should perform the mitzvah while standing, as learned that from Gzereshava of Lachem. Now, what about the bracha? So over here, the bracha should also be recited while while a person is standing. If the mitzvah is while standing, so the bracha should also be while one is standing. However, let's say it's not one of these six mitzvahs. So over there, if you look at the Pnei Yeshua, the Pnei Yeshua Megillah says there is no need to stand. If the mitzvah itself, you don't need to be standing to perform this mitzvah. You do not need to be standing while reciting the bracha. However, there's a general 
uh, it's always nice to stand while making a bracha. But therefore, it's not a question on the Mikubalim, because there's no chiv to, to stand while wearing, while putting on tefillin. There's no real chiv. So, since tefillin is not lechem, so the bracha as well, it wouldn't be necessary to, it wouldn't be a chiv, it wouldn't be obligatory to stand while making the bracha on tefillin. The Magen Avram has a different mahalach in the, in the sugya, standing versus sitting while performing a mitzvah or making a bracha. He says it has to do with if, a, if, the, if, if it's a mitzvah that you need to do, like, like perhaps tefillin or tzitzis, he holds that's a chiv to wear tzitzis, as opposed to shechita or a fashashchala, where he learns that it's a din of, it's like a matir, being mat or something, but the Gra asks that we know a challah, there are many details in Hilchas challah which show it's not just a mat, there's actually a mitzvah. If someone avoids doing a freshest challah, there's an iser. So therefore, there's a, there's a discussion in general by mitzvahs, but this is the basic approach of the Mishabura, that there are only six mitzvahs that require one to stand while performing the mitzvah, and those mitzvahs, the bracha would be obligatory to say it while standing. In general, even if the mitzvah does not, even if the mitzvah doesn't require one to stand, there's a nice. It's a nice thing to to uh, to stand while while uh, making a bracha, even by regular brachas. There's a discussion if a person should stand. However, if, if one is doing al pihazayar, the svardim or those that go with the ariza to sit while while putting on tefillin, so then you don't have to con- to, to consider this idea of standing while making a bracha, tefillin doesn't say anything about lachem, and therefore there's no obligation to stand. So, halachically, there's a, there's a question, and the Chayadim deals with this, and he says, you know, Lamaisa, if, if we learn from the Zayar that a person should sit while putting on tefillin shayad, so why, in fact, is the minog not like that? What's the big deal? At the end of the day, there's no problem. Let's say lechem. I don't have to be standing while putting on tefillin. So why are we not choshe for the zayar? So if you if you look at the zayar itself, the zayar doesn't really say anything about that a person has to stand while putting on tefillin. The zayar is is this, is describing davening, avoid the Hashem, and he says that that when a person davens, before you daven, you're supposed to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu through action, and then, and then daven. So, he says, the karbana is, is an Ikean an gufa, it's cleaning out your guf. Pesuka de Zimra is some type of Indian of atifas, hatzitzis, you're wrapping yourself in tzitzis, and then he says, if you daven while sitting, then that is keneged, the tefillin of your tefillin shayad. And then he says, tefillas ma'umud is keneged tefillah shalraish. And the shmanasra is like the tefillah shalraish. So it sounds like that the same way we sit when we recite yotzer ar, so too we should sit when we put on the tefillin shayad. So the chayadam at the end of Klai Yigimel says, one second, I don't have to sit when I recite the brichas kriyashma. The halach is, we pass in the gemar brachas, that a person's allowed to sit, or stand when you recite Kriyashma, you should stand in one place, perhaps certain parts of Kriyashma, not to be walking around, but there's no real obligation to stand or sit. So he says the Zayar is just telling you you're allowed to be sitting when making the, uh, when putting on the Tefillin Shayyad. It is not obligatory, and that's the Arach HaShochem Paskins, that's the Chayadam, and that's the Minag and Ashkenaz, and therefore everyone should follow their Minag. Either you, you, you stand the whole time, that's the classic approach in the Ashkenazi circles, or you sit when you make the bracha of the Nehat and you wrap 
part of the part of the arm. Then you stand as you finish wrapping it and and uh, put on the tefillin shalrosh. We'll continue. We'll start Klal Yadal next time in Ritzah